Lover's Lane is hiring at most locations for full and part-time key holders. I know there's always more to know, and we'll train you on everything. Apply online at loverslane.com or go to the location of your choosing to fill out a paper application. More romance, more intimacy, more often, Lover's Lane. Welcome back to the Intimacy Advisor Podcast. My name is Haley. I'm a romance specialist in our stores. I am an intimacy expert online and the host of our wonderful podcast, the Intimacy Advisor Podcast, here with Lovers Lane. And today is November 1st. It is the day past Halloween, but I just hope that you all had an awesome holiday and you got to get dressed up in some of our sexy accessories and you got to go out to a party or maybe you went trick-or-treating or whatever you did. I hope it was phenomenal. However, as you know, I've mentioned in the past episodes that it's my favorite time of the year and I'm not ready for the spookiness to end, I have to be honest. So before we wrap up Halloween and we start to fire up this holiday season, I just wanted to talk about, you know, some fun spooky sex and some dungeon fantasies, maybe how to build a playroom, what are some essentials for those looking to keep a spicy BDSM relationship, and what does it mean to have like some out there dungeon fantasies, not saying that it's like strange or anything like that, but hey, I mean, I do have a lot of people saying that they have a hard time discussing something like this with their partner. So yes, it's normal and there's a few other, um, you know, more intense fantasies that you guys have mentioned to me. So today we'll talk about how we can talk to our partners about this without like scaring them, especially if you haven't played like any of these types of roles before. And of course, I can go over some awesome products that you guys can all maybe incorporate if you're looking to have a little bit more of a relationship on the BDSM side of things. I have talked in, I don't know, a handful of episodes of BDSM before, especially our intro to BDSM, and I believe that's episode six. If you guys want to pause this and go head over there and listen to that, it's very, very, like, information-packed, while this one's going to be just a little bit more, like, relaxed conversation about, like, how you can be really honest and talk to your partner about maybe some fantasies that you guys haven't explored. And if that is something a little bit more bondage-centric, or maybe you guys will have like an established relationship like I know I discussed before in those other episodes, this is a good, you know, spot that you can listen and maybe hopefully feel encouraged to have conversations with your partner about the sex that you want or that you're craving and maybe they're not fulfilling for you. It happens, you know, like I said, I know I've said this before, I'm going to say it again to you guys. Sex is not supposed to be like something that happens every single day phenomenally, okay? It's just 
completely unrealistic and it comes in waves. Sometimes you have awesome sex often and sometimes you have a little bit more of a valley, those peaks and valleys where you don't have sex that often or if you do like your bodies just aren't in tune and this is very normal and very natural but the thing that we need to learn is how to discuss without offending right so if you're not receiving something in the bedroom or if you want to play with something that maybe your partner's not into how do we talk about this and how do we help people understand what your needs and wants are sexually. And I feel like a lot of people have a problem talking to their partner about their needs. I have talked to so many older women that come into the store and I've talked to a lot of men that let's just, you know, the the thing that I hear the most commonly is older women. Still, I'm talking to them. They don't know if they've ever reached orgasm. And, you know, that's a red flag to me. You probably have not if you're not sure. So why is that? And, you know, just the things that I've heard from feedback and things like that, I'm just sharing with you guys, is they have penis and vagina sex. There's no clitoral stimulation. There's no, like, oral sessions. There's hardly any foreplay. And that's not really going to do it for both partners all the time. So you need to be able to go to your partner and say, this is what I'm craving. This is what my body wants. I really want you to play with me and to excite me. And you're capable of that. It's happened before. And let's try something new. I want maybe a 10-minute massage before we start touching genitals. I want a romantic dinner before. I want, you know, whatever it is that's going to spark your interest. And if it's something a little bit more... I don't want to say out there, but just not on the side of, I guess, romance technically, right? You can say to them, I think it would be really hot if maybe we played with some cuffs, some restraints. Maybe if I brought a blindfold home and I did that for you, how would that make you feel? Having these open, organic conversations about how you would feel and how the scenario would look can be really beneficial to like build up some new things in the bedroom because if you're just bringing it home and throwing it on the bed and you're like yeah do it and one person is like whoa like am I doing something wrong you know these are all things that can pop into their head if they're a little bit insecure or even if they're not telling you that they're insecure most people are not especially if you can't talk about what types of toys or fun gadgets you want to bring in the bedroom so take it slow and and be able to talk. And if you feel stage fright or something about bringing something up, I just want you guys to know that it's not going to build into a bigger, stronger foundation of maybe even some fun kinky sex unless you can have these conversations. Because the thing with BDSM play in like a sexual environment is it's very, very communication intensive. Having green lights, things that you want to play with in the bedroom versus having red lights, things that are hard limits, things that you do not want to play with, that you the way that you do not want to be touched. These all need to have spoken boundaries before play even starts. It's just like safe, sane, consensual play. 
And I know that in previous episodes, I even talked you guys through maybe like setting up a little checklist of different play toys or different ways to be touched or if you like maybe you like choking but you don't want a collar on and you just want hands or what type of pressure you like like let's make sure that these are known by all partners involved before continuing on with this type of play so if you guys know that and everyone's cool with that and you're getting more comfortable with communicating and deciding what can and cannot be played with or how to be played with in the bedroom and now you're moving on and you are looking for more of like a playroom so if you have the space for it having these really fun dungeon fantasies is very very normal there's nothing wrong with you at all you know don't think that even if you are having more like vanilla sex right and you're fantasizing about something darker that could be exciting to even incorporate little things over time once you're doing that and you're building up to more of a playroom or to more of an experience there's a ton of like awesome things that couples can grab there are spreader bars cuffs restraints under the bed restraints over the door restraints of course, there's like whips, vloggers, paddles, riding crops, ball gags, electrostimulation. I mean, I could go on and on and it's just personal preference. So we do sell this little kit. It's called the Box of Kink. I always recommend if you are curious about BDSM and you want to just see what you like before even establishing like your limits for yourself, it's not expensive it's 119 dollars, but you get so much in there there's like one of everything that we have on our bondage and fetish wall and you can really explore yourself or your partner and just go really slow and make sure that you're having communication the entire time that you're playing now if you love this stuff and you're looking to add a step up a step up To be completely honest with you guys, our inventory changes all the time, so I would absolutely recommend going on our What's New page on our website or going right into our stores and asking a romance specialist about some new upgraded things if you've already gotten the box of kink of maybe your favorites, like if you tried out the -the over-the-door swing in there. I know that the seat is a little bit small, but you definitely get the gist of it once you play a couple times. You could always upgrade to maybe like the sport sheets over the door swing, or you could upgrade to a full sex swing. You could upgrade to the bondage swing. There's a lot of different things that we have. I know like for an example, probably the, the not greatest quality thing that's in the box is the ball gag, right? I'm very familiar with our ball gags because there are so many different kinds and it's just, I don't know, I seem to, I feel like that's really intimate of going into your mouth and staying in your mouth and it takes away your communication, right, during any type of play. So I like to know the size of the bog eggs versus when I look at somebody, what to show them for the size of their mouth. So anyway, if you want to upgrade that to maybe a bit gag because that one's too big or an open mouth gag if you want to have some fun oral stimulation during and you want an open mouth gag or the rogue ball gag 
I love. It's the breathable one, so it does have a few holes through it, so you can actually breathe while you have this ball gag inside. You can breathe with all of them, but this one just does make it a little bit easier because you don't have to move your lips out of the way. So what I'm saying, guys, is like give you a little kit to kind of explore maybe what you like or a couple different options. Go out, shop, or even use hands. You know, go to the Home Depot if you want to get some rope or something and just kind of play. Now, always research just a little bit before you start like tying people up or you start putting pressure on their body because humans have nerves. So if you do it wrong, you can damage somebody. You need to make sure that you're checking in with your person. If you are playing the role of the dominant and you are tying, if you are choking, if you are spanking, if you're doing anything, you need, it is your purpose to check in with the person that you are interacting with and say, how does that feel? How is it going? What can I do different? Are you liking that? And it can be sexy and interesting and be like, do you like that, babe? Or something, you know, whatever your role is and kind of play and explore and see how it goes. Give me some feedback, guys. I want to know if you tried this, how your relationship is looking (laughs) after playing like this. And if you're like a vet in BDSM and you got this and you send out a list to all your play partners of all the stuff they want to play with, I mean, please reach out to me because you're a hero to me and let's talk. So if you're building up this room and you're getting these swings and all this fun stuff, the question that I get all the time is how do I hide this from visitors in my house or kids or whoever? And honestly, guys, you need a little bit of space. You need a little bit of space to keep it in. After working here for about seven years now, I know all my stuff is stored in totes and I have so many things just throughout the years. So you need just like a space to keep it all and make sure that if you do not have glass, stainless steel, or medical grade silicone toys that they are stored in their own individual bag. Keep everything clean. That way it's so much easier to get to when you want to play. And you can use like your own time as just a little bit of foreplay. Like if you are the dominant or the submissive and you're like, this is what I want to play with tonight. Use a little bit of your time even before you go out on date night, before playtime even starts. Just like you would prep your body maybe with like showering or shaving or lotioning or whatever. Prep your space. Put up your sex swing. Bring out your liberator pillow. Put your lube on the nightstand. Do whatever you got to do to get yourself in that comfortable mindset of these are the tools that we're going to have here for an awesome experience together. So I'm going to flip the switch on you guys just a little bit because I did want to talk today as well about bringing this up to somebody that is completely new to BDSM, okay? How do you start playing with someone that's interested but completely new? Everyone has to be a newbie at some point, right? If you want to dabble in this stuff you got to be new to it and you got to learn so I always recommend reading together and seeing what type of stimulation they would like what type of role they would be maybe taking some of those quizzes and seeing what type of experiences they would like and if they're 
frightened by some things that they're reading or experiencing or whatever because it is a lot. I mean, it goes from kind of just handcuffs and restraints and things like that all the way to like very primal fetish, very CNC, consensual non-consent, very DDLG, daddy dom, little girl. I mean, these things can be really intense and there is nothing wrong with any of those, but they are maybe, perhaps, not for beginners unless you see yourself geared toward that way. Then there's a whole community for each little niche in this. And FetLife is a great resource as well. It's like the Facebook for all fetish and bondage, okay? So you can establish a lot of connections with people. Maybe if you're looking to be a submissive or be a dominant or learn a lot more, it's there, okay? Use it. It's a resource for you. We are also resources for you. Somebody like myself and all my coworkers that have worked with these products for years and years, we definitely come across our fair share of people. I actually had so many people in my store just this past week before Halloween going to swingers parties or lifestyle parties for the season. And it was a lot of people that actually were regulars too that I had no idea that they were in the lifestyle And I really appreciate people opening up to me and talking to me about that so that I could be educated to tell other people if they're asking. And, you know, it's just good. It's a community. It's, it's, don't be afraid to get into it. And if you are teaching a newbie about this stuff, don't be shy. What we need to do is we need to stay educated and in the loop so that nobody is feeling uncomfortable, right? We got to keep everyone comfortable that is involved. So if you guys have like a little dungeon setup or anything like that, I'm interested to know what's in there. I know that if I were to pick some favorites from Lover's Lane to put in there, I would absolutely do like a liberator position pillow. I'd probably either do the flip ramp or the combo. They work so good, you guys. They almost like, they're you know, when you tuck a pillow underneath your hips for doggy to keep you upright or when you tuck a pillow underneath for oral to keep your hips up. It's like that only a thousand times better because they're made of astronaut foam and they don't move or budge at all. Like they stay exactly where you need. And then these position pillows, they feel like velvet. They're really soft on the skin. So when you're naked on it, it's great. The cover unzips, you can clean it up, no problem. But they act like Velcro. So if you ever get like smaller pieces or bigger pieces and you kind of want to like build a set that they will hold wherever you're setting them. They are so cool. They're even good to like position somebody real comfortable for like massage for foreplay and there's even some like the combo that I was just talking about that have restraints right on them so fun I would also add like a lube station right (laughs) if you're playing vaginally or anally there's a lot of different lubricants that are going to benefit right so you could have a flavored lubricant for oral you could have a water-based lubricant for any silicone toys You could have a silicone lubricant for backdoor play. And then, of course, I would have a little toy station, right? It's just some really popular ones. I would keep a bullet or the womanizer, an air pulsation toy, something similar. I would keep a G-spot toy. I would keep gloves or finger condoms or condoms or just like anything for safety for yourself too. Like don't forget that when setting up your little station. And if you like any backdoor play or strokers or C-rings or whatever, of course that. And if you want any enhancements, like the pills, 
remember when you are setting up your station, take them about 30 to 45 minutes before you guys want to play. Just something to keep in mind. (laughs) But you guys, let me know if this episode helped you at all. Let me know what kind of conversations that you're having. Let me know what kind of dungeon setting that you're building. I'm interested to hear. You can always reach out to me if you guys have questions about anything. My email is Haley, it's H-A-L-E-Y at loversling.com. We are on Instagram under Intimacy Advisor Pod and on Twitter under IA underscore pod. You guys have a good rest of your day and I will talk to you all again soon. Stay